0: Welcome to the Let's Scare My Girlfriend to
1: Death podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your co-host, the girlfriend, Cindy. Hey guys, welcome back to your favorite uh, podcast all about horror movies that takes a view of a veteran viewer and a virgin viewer and puts it right in your ear holes. Welcome to Let's Scare My Girlfriend to Death. Guys, I'm trying out new... uh,
0: I like the idea of my voice being in someone's ear holes. You're
1: welcome. Welcome. Uh,
0: Although I feel like you're not really a virgin viewer.
1: <laughs> I, well, I'm a virgin viewer to most of these films. It is a rarity that we see something I've already seen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. all. I mean, it has happened a few times, but it doesn't happen often. So I, that's why it kind of fits that. So have you seen The Gate? I have not. And that's what we're watching yeah. this week. This <laughs> month's films are all fantasy horror their children protagonists yeah we've seen a lot of um the michael eisner years of disney come through (laughs) what is the gate i
0: am i'm glad that you brought your eyeballs and the listeners brought their ear holes see so we can talk about the gate
1: (laughs) as long as you're not talking about buttholes let's go
0: that's next week
1: oh okay cool Uh,
0: the gate was released may 15th 1987 all right so let's talk about 1987 before we get into this movie i was seven I was math. Five. Was five. five. And yeah. I'm really bad at
1: math. You are. You're two years younger Thanks. than I am. That's the it. school system. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> let's all see. Got,
0: all I got out of public school was a shitty math education and joining a gang.
1: <laughs> what gang is that, Josh? It was more like a club. Like a monster squad. <laughs> there it is. Oh, we need to do Monster Squad for it. Well, except we've seen that movie, and I've seen it a few times.
0: I've seen that movie more times than I the, can count. The other reason
1: I'm kind of a virgin viewer is that I forget what we watch almost immediately. It's o- true. Almost immediately. But, um,
0: you have very early onset Alzheimer's. I do. Oh, Apologies to if anyone's listening and has, has Alzheimer's. <laughs> um, They'll forget. I wasn't going to go there, She's but... Sure.
1: I just cracked myself up and made yeah. myself sad all at the same time.
0: <laughs> That's a lefty punch.
1: Yeah. Uh, so,
0: 1987 is actually one of the last years that I don't remember. I have a lot of memories from. Because I think okay. right around here was when, you know, all of my early, like, long-lasting memories and my personality I was, started coming about it was about 87
1: I was just thinking about that with myself. Like, So, what was going on in the world? Maybe I'll be able to tell you if I remember anything uh-huh. from about that time. Well...
0: 1987 is when the Pennsylvania treasurer, Bud Dwyer, shot and killed himself during a televised press conference after he was found guilty of bribery, fraud, conspiracy, and racketeering. Well, okay. Shot himself on national television.
1: I'm going to go ahead and say that these that this was the Frank Rizzo years. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I guarantee it was. In Philadelphia. Yeah. It was a rather yeah. corrupt government of uh, Pennsylvania around that time. The
0: first Starbucks opened...
1: Reagan publicly
0: acknowledged the Iran-Contra affair. You know, the famous, like, "Well, I came on and said that I there was I thought it not... wasn't, and I still yeah. think,
1: but the facts say it wasn't.
0: Yeah. That,
1: that gave question. way for what we have today, which is, I know the truth and what the facts say, but I think different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's funny how that Same happened. people are saying the same shit.
0: Uh, WrestleMania three. That's where uh, That's where Hogan wrestled Andre. We were just talking about that earlier. Yeah. How Hulk Hogan's full of shit. Platoon 1 Best Picture, Kay. Rick Astley released, Never Gonna Give You Up.
1: Yep. I thought you were gonna do it. No, go we ahead. we are now in generation three, four of the Rick Astley in this family. Yep. Like, I just enjoyed that song as a kid growing up, <clears throat> and then it became a meme that my son ran through, and now my younger son is running through, and I'm run through it.
0: Yeah. And that was the year, Cindy, that little Jessica fell down the well. Okay, I do remember that then. Yep. Yes. Uh, people that were born that year, Ronda Rousey, Michael B. Jordan, Elliot Page, and Kendrick Lamar.
1: Nice. There's some awful fine people, some fine folks.
0: Uh, people that we lost that year, Liberace. Oh. Andy Warhol. Oh. Randolph Scott. Hmm. Fred Astaire. Hmm. And Lee Marvin. Hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot of
1: people. It always seems like, oh, what a horrible year when we lump it all up like that. And then you kind of like, oh, every year is like that. We lose important people all the time. Fair. Fair. Fair.
0: Let's talk about the gate. It is Canadian. Ooh. We've done a lot of Canadian
1: (laughs) things. Because I'm low-key Canadian. We've talked about this. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I had a very Canadian childhood. All I needed was some bagged milk. I had bagged milk in school. See? Yeah. That's That's why we get along so well. So. My Nickelodeon, my pin, even before Nickelodeon, my pinwheel childhood acknowledges your Canadian bagged milk.
0: When I was a kid, we didn't get Nickelodeon. We had to go to the next town to get it.
1: Uh, that was one thing that either at my grandparents' house or at least one house in my house always had cable, 100%. No,
0: well, no, we had cable. It just, like, okay, I'm talking free. Oh. Yeah, no. Pre-Payton City, pre-West Virginia, when we still lived in Pennsylvania, Yeah, like the little town I lived in, we had TV and we had like cable, but the place that served our area didn't, didn't have, have that Nickelodeon or MTV. Gotcha. So yeah, I definitely benefited over, from yeah. living near Philadelphia in that sense. The next sense. town over, when I would go to work with my dad, I could watch Nickelodeon MTV.
1: Uh, like, well, but nice. I
0: couldn't at the house just because it, that wasn't an option. Yeah. So, this movie...
1: (laughs) Cable was weird, guys.
0: Yeah. This movie's Canadian. Like I said, it was released May 15th, 1987. It is PG-13. Ooh. And it is an incredibly long one hour and 25 minutes. My favorite
1: part of these movies. Okay. The gate. Now, this didn't come out by Disney. No. Okay. This is just some Canadian company. Yes. This isn't going to be like the peanut butter solution, is it? I've heard horrible things about that Canadian that children's movie is horror terrifying. movie. Okay, movie is <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Is it the same debated, vein as this? I debated
0: on doing it, and I was like, "That's too many Canadian films to wedge into." Nah, in
1: well. No, no, can't be. All right, so, continue. Uh,
0: the director is Tibor Takacs.
1: Okay, that's a name. Uh,
0: his last name is T A K A C S. Hmm.
1: I wonder if that is like a native. That just seems no, like such an interesting. He was born in Budapest. Okay, there you go.
0: And I believe ended up immigrating and living in Canada. Nice. But he directed "I'm Madman," Gate Two, The Trespassers, because this movie had a sequel. Oh,
1: does that mean and this movie was a hit? It was. Oh and gosh. And he
0: directed the 1996 uh, "Sabrina the Teenage Witch" TV movie.
1: I'm trying to remember, I've seen the that teen... they used
0: as the backdoor pilot for the show. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, they did like the Melissa Jen Hart movie and yeah. they're like, people like this, let's just make a show. Mm-hmm. So and they now made... they
1: rebooted it for the new generation.
0: This was written by Michael Nankin.
1: Who who we, we... heard that name before. No, Okay. <laughs> he
0: wrote The Gate 2. He, he directed a shitload of TV. Like a shitload of TV. All right. Now, we get to the starring bit. Okay. Are you ready for the big name? I'm ready for the big name. Is it Chris Jericho? No. I wish. He's the I only... wish this started childhood Chris Jericho. This star is Stephen Dorff as a child. As a Who do ste- I know?
1: How do I know Stephen Dorff? He
0: plays Glenn. You know him from Blade? Remember he's the bad guy in Blade?
1: There are a few different bad guys. Continue.
0: Uh, the first Blade movie, the one that turned into like the weird vampire god thing.
1: Oh.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was in Immortals. <laughs> huh. He's in Somewhere. Whatever happened to him? Season 3 True Detective. He's still acting, and he's still killing it. Still giving really good performances well, I'm that I'm so fucking rated
1: So sorry to him, because I know he's listening. I'm so sorry that I didn't follow your career.
0: Stephen Dorff, I love you.
1: All right. I'm not going to make a Dorff on golf joke. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: uh, this movie also serves Krista Denton, who plays Al. She was in 8 Million Ways to Die, which is a Hal Ashby movie, his last movie. Mm-hmm. She was in The Bad Seed. Uh, Louise Tripp, or Louis Tripp, he's Terry Chandler. He would actually go on to star in Gate 2, The Trespassers.
1: Okay, and this as the same so, character? The same
0: exact character. All right. And then Kelly Rowan plays Laura, uh, Laurie Lee. She was Kristen Cohen on The O.C., a show I did not watch. Nope. And Me she neither. was Peter Pan's mom in Hook. And she was in Candyman, Farewell to the Flesh.
1: Okay, so that's a thing. I don't even remember them ever showing Peter Pan's mom's yeah, face yeah, in did. the flashback.
0: I remember whenever they talked about, like, Tinkerbell taking him away. Yeah, and, I know. Yeah, but they I showed her. It was her. Oh, well, I don't remember I her mean, but seeing her face. It's not like she had a gigantic part in the movie. It's just a little weird note that Peter Pan's mom is in this movie as, like, a teenage girl.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. When she's, so, yeah, obviously, like, yeah, she's an older woman at this point.
0: I have to level with you, Cindy. Tell me. This movie is really fucking fun.
1: Okay. <laughs> They've been some pretty fun movies this month. Like, it's definitely been uh, not. It hasn't been so much about scaring me to death. It is, I have just been intrigued.
0: Yeah. Like, you know how last week had some heavy themes? Yeah. Yeah. This becomes comes, had some moments where you're like, damn, question my mortality. Yeah. Like, some crazy, like, Because that's how Bradbury is. Yep. No. This movie is just fucking fun. Look at that poster.
1: So this is the part of the podcast where Josh shows me an original poster of the film, and I try to tell you what the plot's going to be. So this is, there's a hole in the ground that spells out the gate, and a monster's crawling out of it, and the words are also forming like a heart. And what's, I can't read the tagline. What does it say? Read it for me.
0: There's a passageway. A gate. A gate. Behind which the demons wait to take back what was once theirs. Is this... Pray
1: it's not too late. Uh, th- this is going to be about a cemetery being a portal to <laughs> a monster realm where they just want to be left. O- wait, that's <laughs> wait, that's a different movie. Wait, that's a different movie. That's what this sounds like. It sounds like the scary version of Nightbreed. Uh, I'm just gonna. But instead of having a lot of really interesting um, makeup and visual effects, it's all going to be like Muppets. Maybe. Maybe. It's okay. Weird
0: because you saw a heart. You think the gate looks like a heart?
1: Oh, is it not supposed to be?
0: No, I I totally Do you see, see it? it now. You point out. You know, what it looks like to me
1: what?
0: It looks like the United States.
1: <laughs> well, that's because America is in my heart right now, honey.
0: No, I mean it's, 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 it's great. Right? Like the A goes out into like a Texas shape.
1: Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. I can see that. I guess there's yeah. a Florida. That's why I didn't hand, put that out. The creepy
0: hands Florida. And oh, perfect. no. I'm just looking at
1: the words. Okay. Where can we find this movie, dear?
0: Um, It is streaming for free on IMDb
1: TV. Sweet. Which... There's been some really cool stuff on IMDb yeah. TV you lately. You just gotta watch
0: the commercials. Yeah, um, whatever. I have the Blu-ray.
1: Of course.
0: So there's a special edition Blu-ray. This movie is, listener, honestly, hear me out. If you've never watched this movie, it's really fun. Okay. And really goofy. And kind of what you want a
1: children's children's horror movie to be in a lot of (laughs) ways. Like an R.L. Stein level. Okay.
0: Like, if you really love Monster Squad, you will like this movie. I'm saying you'll love it. Okay, you'll like it.
1: Okay, I like Monster Squad. So here we go. All right, well then, uh, join us, won't you? Mind the doors. There is a passageway to the most evil place you can imagine. A gate behind which the demons wait to take back what was once theirs. Her dead father. Oh no. <laughs> no. tearing out hair oh, oh, by the hands. Oh, oh, I'm oh, calling the police. Oh, you got demons. We're back from watching The Gates. What did everyone think?
0: Did you and have as much fun as I did? Because I
1: had all the fun. Here's my two cents. All the fun. This was a good old-fashioned 80s horror movie. This would have scared the fuck out of me as like a 13, 14-year-old. For sure. Yeah. It has all the makings of a classic 80s horror. We've got kids alone, so there's not a grown-up in sight because the 80s were full of us latchkey kids. Um, that
0: was a trope for sure.
1: Yep. Uh, Sisters in Charge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we've got like a monster, right? We've got some sort of old legend. Not an Indian burial ground, not a pet cemetery, but uh, a mysterious Eastern European heavy metal album. <laughs> Is that what that was?
0: Yeah. That, 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 this movie definitely plays well. It doesn't actually say satanic panic, but it definitely plays in the it is that, satanic panic thing of like the the troubled kid Terry with <laughs> to heavy metal. And Obviously. It definitely plays into those tropes, which I think it, it, it is more making fun of them than it is. It's even I that thought the,
1: that at first, but I mean, this it wasn't otherwise a satirical movie. You
0: play the record backwards and it tells you how to get rid of the demons. Right. But playing it forward tells you how to like summon
1: them. Yeah. This was a hilarious movie. It had a lot of the fun elements. It definitely had some cool, I bet they were really cool effects of their time. Like when the telephone melts and things like that. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty badass. It was a good movie. Maybe
0: my second favorite phone gag I've ever second seen. Second
1: favorite? Yeah. The first one, Jerky Boys?
0: No. The first one is Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. The, with, it's like the tongue licks. Ah, your ah, boyfriend ah, now, Nancy. Ah. Ah.
1: Yep. Even I know that one. Let's talk about the movie. This movie is about a kid accidentally <laughs> opens a portal to a demon dimension. Stephen Dorff. And chaos ensues as they try to close it again. There. That's my it's very summary. Succinct. It's I mean, I mean, that's at its base. That's what it, this movie is. It's yeah. very straightforward.
0: Uh, IMDb has kids left home alone to accidentally unleash a horde a malevolent demon i apologize from a mysterious hole in their suburban backyard so there, there it is suburban
1: back suburban backyard, backyard. yeah there um a tree is hit by lightning and it's uprooted and then um it, it's like a deep cavernous hole and then he accidentally drops blood in it and then they accidentally bury their dog in it
0: yeah the the dickhead dude that's yeah. trying to bang his sister that's a whole thing but let me just talk about two it's things
1: very 80s in that there are there's like a handsy teenage boy who's up to no good sadly that's still today and <laughs> a little bit of miscommunication
0: hmm. so let me mention two things real fast i want to get your take on them okay the first one is i this is not the first time i've seen this movie i've seen this movie many times i always forget
1: how canadian it that, is well
0: yeah but the opening plays like it's supposed to be a dream sequence Yes, it does. But yet the tree is I, actually f- down.
1: I thought like, I don't that think would... he
0: climbed in it and got hit by, I think he's having a dream about the tree falling because the tree had just recently fallen. I thought we
1: were going to end up coming full circle and he was going to, like, sacrifice himself and he ends up, like, going back in time yeah. into that moment of that dream. But, yeah, it was kind of abandoned. You thought it was going
0: to Donnie Darko itself? Yeah, kind of. Fair. I, I mean, it made sense the way it opened. You know what I think happened? What do you think happened? I felt like they knocked the tree down mm-hmm. and then realized, fuck, that, that was the tree. Like, so now it has to be down for the rest of the movie?
1: Oops, we shot this like, up. We yeah, shot this thought, in the wrong
0: order. I think they fucked up and they were like, I guess we just have to change the script to be this now. Like, it's it wasn't a dream sequence. Because it definitely is set up to be a dream sequence. Yes.
1: So and it that. doesn't. But the, other than that... The other
0: thing... The reason I love these movies beyond beyond the horror aspect is obviously like I like the I love the monsters in Monster Squad. I love, you know, the demons in this creepy shit in this, especially the giant mega demon that's got like the
1: yeah the the, arms, but but also the arms coming out
0: of its neck. Yeah, but the like the kids are kids, right? Yeah, like the kids act like kids and they're dickheads they're not like older
1: kids trying to be younger yeah i think yeah they were pretty spiteful. with the aging
0: i think we got really disney-fied with like kids movies where we were like having 17 and 18 year old kids playing like 13 and 14 yeah because they look young
1: yes these are actual kids these are like kids and they had yeah i agree they had pretty genuine like reactions to things and way you know kind of ways that they would do things it made it a lot more authentic i think No,
0: i'm not saying that like you know, the demons were real or anything, but... Yeah, I, I think it, we all agree yeah, that... Yeah, we're all, we're all in agreement that the demons aren't real. However, it almost feels like they just found Stephen Dorff living in that house with that <laughs> bedroom. Yeah. And then Terry living across the street with his fucking hardcore metal bedroom. Yeah, there was and no... And uh... they just shot that part like it was a documentary because I believe that that was their rooms. Like, I believe them it as It realistic. And I... Also believe you when you said that this movie is clearly Canadian because it's got that weird architecture. Mm -hmm. Like those huge... Like every living room is gigantically open. Yes. And that was not my experience in my home
1: growing up. Canadian architecture is very... It's just like American and just like slightly off. You know what I mean? Like it, it was very 80s American. There was a lot of like paneling and up lights. But then it was... Still, kind of like all carpeting and homey looking, so it, it, it's Canadian. <laughs> you just That's the way that the homes of that era up there looked. Uh, it's a very Canadian movie. Uh, so, at the, we're skipping to the end. But at the end, in order to close the portal, there has to be some sort of sacrifice. A uh, sacrifice of true love, right? Was that it? Or pure love? Yeah,
0: so there had to be two human sacrifices to open the gate, and that ends up being Terry and his sister. Right. With the fucking... Stephen Dorf sister, yeah. Yeah, but the super creepy guy who was buried in the walls that yeah. Terry made up, but then the demons made real. Yep. And then to beat the demon, you have to sacrifice something you love, or, like, you have to beat it with, like, love. Right. This is a very Del Toro. thing.
1: So... I truly, truly thought that if this was an American movie, it would end with the kid like realizing, Oh, I have to die. And then like, he jumps from that weird balcony in their house. And rather than dying, he wakes up because he's in that dream. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen. But this is not an American movie. And the Canadians don't think in those disgusting terms, the way that I've been raised to. Uh, And instead the gift of ultimate sacrifice or whatever, First is a Bible, and then is a rocket ship that he and his sister bonded over, and it was it was kind of like their thing that they did, and that ended up being what brought it, what killed it. But if it was American, there'd be dead teenagers.
0: Well, let me add two things to your statement real fast. Okay. The first one being, I think it's important to remember that the bigger rocket. That he actually fires, was bought by his sister. Right. Right.
1: For him when he was younger. Yeah.
0: But the base doesn't work. So, so he has to use right. the base from the one Terry bought him with the last of Terry's money. Right. So it's it's
1: something... That ties the three of them together. Yeah.
0: That it's their love for Stephen Dorff who uses it to kill the monster. So it's the three of them yep. coming together in some way, in a in a small way, but it, it was super adorable. It was very sweet. Um, I <laughs> I do like where your mind was going with that, but I feel like we and this is I'm gonna sound like a dick uh, towards America for a second, but we are not a self sacrificing people. Um,
1: <laughs> I mean that's true, but it would have added a layer of violence. One hundred percent. Horror that I, wasn't I will there say before.
0: that if this was an American movie, that shotgun would have gotten used and they would have just started blasting demons. True. And it may not have worked like permanently, but we would have got some like insane, like shotgun demon blast shots. Agreed. And uh, maybe it would have ended with
1: a sacrifice, but this shotgun definitely would have got fucking used. Oh, for sure. It American movie. It, they... They didn't do the, what is it, the Asimov, if you see a gun in the first act. I'll check off, check off. Check off, it has to be fired by the third. There was <laughs> they definitely a gun, they and it use, did not go off. They didn't
0: use the Asimov Three Rules of Robotics. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> you knew where I right? You knew where my head was going. I knew where you were going. Thanks, baby. I'm
0: picking up what you're putting down. Thanks, baby. How? Oh, um, I don't know. I, I like 80s kids horror movies because... It's been a fun one. They're like a good entry point. Like, if you have kids that kind of are there and are interested in scary things but you don't want to show them something that's
1: too insane yeah i think this will be i don't think the 11 year old is there yet but this might be like the next level up you know what i mean he's at like monster squad ghostbusters next level up is like this kind of a movie yeah
0: i okay i would say yes he could one hundred percent watch this movie and he would enjoy it. Except for the bug stuff. The bug stuff. He has like, a bug. He has thing. a very specific bug fear and that's okay.
1: Right. Right. Other eleven year olds might love this. That's true.
0: This movie is definitely like for kids.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's fucking fun. It it's for that older teen like that eleven to fourteen range. Where you're not quite like a teen teen, but that those middle school years as a as I'm so familiar 100%. with.
0: Now I will say this movie for me. Got busted out when I was like, probably twelve ish. Yeah. At a sleepover.
1: Pop, Perfect sleepover pop movie. Pop that tape in. Perfect sleepover movie. Pop Cue that up. popcorn.
0: And we wa- Yeah, we watched The Gate. Terrific. It's, it's a sleepover movie. It's super this
1: one hundred percent cannot be archived. I don't think. We do not have any fornication. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's it would no be real oratory. Weird
0: if we had a lot of in Yeah. Full of child protagonist movies. Yeah. Um, uh
1: there's not a lot of action um revolutionary sure it's a there's a few tropes that they kind of build on there is killing not really because they come back at the end
0: yeah i okay i like this movie but it's weirdly it seems like a collection of set pieces and it doesn't sometimes feel like it's a A complete story agreed because there's it's a series of like one x they bring in the like the bugs and i'm like okay the bugs and then the bugs
1: are never shown again.
0: Aren't a thing any after that. And then they bring in the geode. And I'm and like, oh, the geode's going to come back at Never the end. brought in Doesn't. Again. Right? I, <laughs>
1: yeah. He's right about all these things, guys. So they just keep if you saw, you know.
0: bringing in these red herrings. And I'm like, oh, oh, nope. Okay. Oh, oh, nope.
1: I wonder if that was a problem with like the cutting the way that it was edited or if it was always meant to kind of be a throw off of like nope it's something as simple as just the love between a like brother and sister it
0: was supposed to be a bigger movie than it ended up being
1: well but it got a bunch of sequels i thought just one. <laughs> Oh, i thought it had a f- one. i thought it was a, a franchise
0: yeah so uh i do have a little bit of trivia i'm going to read to you real fast hit me so the first draft of the script was written like we said by michael nanking when he was unemployed and recently divorced right and he based it on what he said was "quote the nastiest thoughts from his childhood." Glenn and Al were depicted as being more mischievous than shown in the final film, and the demons spread to the rest of the town, where they would drive neighbors out into the streets to kill them.
1: Okay. So
0: it was definitely more gremlins. Okay. Uh, the gigantic demon was originally envisioned as being made of bloody entrails.
1: Ooh! It was very clearly like a green gray. It was a big dick with yeah, arms. Yeah, actually. Uh, that yeah, you're not fucked too far its way off. through
0: their house. Boom, Freud. Uh, the <laughs> house was a real home in Toronto, but an exterior exit had to be constructed for the production, which featured uh, brick stairs and a bug zapper. Right. And the effects to use to create the demons included stop motion animation as well as forced perspective, wherein actual actors
1: were running around in the suits, and then they they did seem to be of all sizes. Yeah, rubber
0: suits were made to look minuscule by their position relative to the camera and to the human characters. I
1: just chalked that up to. Like oh, it was never meant to be an HD in my face like this <laughs> kind of a
0: movie. So it basically grossed thirteen and a half million dollars by the end of
1: its run, and it was a pretty big success. Yeah, that does sound like it was a good. It sounds like it was a good time. Tell me, is our next movie? We're not watching The Gate Two, are we? No,
0: I kind of want to, but no. Okay, we're gonna watch. We're gonna finish out this month. Of children's terrifying movies with? with one of the scariest children's movies ever made. Oh, the peanut butter. No, I'm just about to go. Okay.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. I've heard bad things about We're this peanut We're going to
0: watch Roll Dolls: The Witches.
1: Oh, I love Roald Doll*. He's a good old mate.
0: And that man who did not care for children, apparently.
1: Oh, he just was indifferent to them. But he did love chocolate because it was a POW. But we'll talk about that next time. All right. Join <laughs> me until then. I'm John. <laughs> and I'm Cindy. And I'm still his girlfriend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, before you go, I haven't said this in a while. We do this shit every week, or try to, for you, for free. You should tell your friends about it. You should play it for other people. You should, I don't know. Rate and review. Rate and review on iTunes, or whatever you do. Or or wherever you find us. us. When you see us. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> We get a few of those. We love you. Thank you. Keep on keeping on.